back guys hey guys it's me annabelle um and this is podcast episode number four holy crap so fast this is going by way too fast i feel like um so welcome back um i hope everybody liked kind of what i did with the last episode i'm not gonna lie i got really really excited that i got to do that um and i hope it kind of gave y'all a little more insight into the world of not only special education but also just gave you some more insight and giving you the positive um takeaways from idea um so today we're kind of just gonna wrap up a little bit and we're gonna kind of discuss um more of the landmark cases that actually really pushed for this to become a thing. So, of course, we all know the crazy, everybody knows the humongous landmark case, uh, Brown versus Board of Education. Um, We all know that this was to kind of fight for the equal access to free public schools. Uh, for everybody, not only just like colored people, but also for people with disabilities. Like my mom said in the last episode, you would have schools turning away these disabled children, kind of being like, well, we don't have the tools, slash we don't necessarily want to try and uh, educate this child because it's going to be extra or it's going to be a little more involved or hands-on. Um, so Brown versus Board of Education really, I think, really shook the education world, in my opinion. Um, I think it made a lot of school boards realize really quickly that, you know, we really are going to have to start um, making education a lot more individualized, but also more inclusive. We now have a case that isn't technically a landmark case, but this is a case that was um, held because of a school district that did not want to follow um, a child's accommodations. So this is the case of uh, Florence County Schools versus Shannon Carter. Uh, Shannon Carter was a ninth grader in a high school in one of the Florence County uh, schools, uh, high schools. And this case really argued the importance and the kind of the legal standpoint of why schools and teachers should be following uh, the IEP. So. Uh, Shannon was denied the equal access and equal opportunity of her education uh, when a Florence County school decided to not follow her accommodation plan. Uh, Shannon has a learning disability and they practically just threw everything out the window and decided not to go by it and Shannon's parents like this is not okay this is not a free and equal and appropriate education for my child um and so this was brought all the way up to the supreme court and the supreme court was in uh, the carter's favor 
and pretty much stated the same thing, that according to IDEA, uh, school districts must follow the IEP and have the parents um, be a part of the IEP team and also be a part of the decision making when it comes to accommodations and goals actually in the IEP. Um, so this case was in 1985, so a big jump from uh, the last court case that we were talking about. Um, but uh, like kind of mentioned in the last video, the 80s and 90s were kind of a gray area because that's when IDEA was, I don't want to say it's in its peak because it really wasn't. Um, but in the 80s, it kind of was at its peak because it was, you had schools actually trying to go by it. You had some schools that weren't going by it. Um, but then you had, you know, later on in the later 90s, it kind of just fell apart. But again, in 2004, it got re-implemented and revised. And that is how we have the IDEA of today. Um, but yes, so that's pretty much it for the... I guess the legal standpoint of it all um yeah so that's it for this one uh and i will see you guys in the next one